It's Tuesday, August 16, 2011. Obama plays the infrastructure card. Let's rebuild America. Perry jumps in. Let me tell you when I'm in, I'm in all the way. The summer of records continues. Today, it's record rains in the Northeast. Plus, Arctic ice is melting faster than predicted. See? Told you those scientists can't get it right. All of that and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We need serious regulatory reform, not just repealing Obamacare, but ending the EPA's regulatory reign of terror. Ending the EPA's regulatory reign of who what? The EPA's regulatory reign of The EPA's reign of terror, John Huntsman? Hyperbole much? Man. And remember, John Huntsman is supposed to be the sane one. This is your Green News Report. So, Desi Doyen, over the weekend in Iowa, Republican candidate John Huntsman referred to the EPA's reign of terror. Not once, but twice. The EPA's reign of terror? Yeah, I guess terror is folded up with regulations to protect public health and kids from asthma. Yeah, right. Uh, Clean the water. It's terror. These are, uh, what, suicide bombers at the EPA? Good Lord. What do you have for us today in uh, reality news, Des? Well, there's this from President Obama. Let's rebuild America. We could be rebuilding roads and bridges and schools. And parks all across America right now. There's a bill sitting in Congress right now that would set up an infrastructure bank to get that moving, attracting private sector dollars, not just public dollars. Congress needs to move. I asked for reality, Des. Do you think that uh, this Congress is going to pass any kind of bill, spend any kind of money, you know, to actually put people back to work in this nation? Well, that was what Obama was calling for. Even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce and the unions are agreed that infrastructure spending is good spending for the United States. Contrast Obama's call for infrastructure spending and jobs with the Republicans vying for the presidential nomination in 2012 who were bashing Obama. Most of the candidates were at the Iowa State Fair over the weekend, with some enjoying those footlong corn dogs perhaps a little too much. Representative Michelle Bachman of Minnesota won the Iowa Straw poll on Saturday. And on the same day, Texas Governor Rick Perry, who was not in Iowa, completely coincidentally chose to announce, I declare to you today as a candidate for president of the United States. Governor Perry, who once flirted with the idea of secession, and Michelle Bachman are both anti-science ideologues who believe creationism should be taught in schools instead of evolution. And it's also easy to sum up the positions of all of the Republican candidates for president on the environment. They're all against it and against any regulations that protect the air and water, natural resources, and public health. For his part, Perry told ThinkProgress.org that he is calling on Obama to, quote, put a moratorium on regulations across this country because his EPA regulations are killing jobs across America. If, after all, the EPA is a bunch of terrorists, it's only the American thing to oppose them and what it is they stand for, is it not? Well, that's exactly what former Utah Governor John Huntsman said at the debate in Iowa hosted by Fox News last week. He was the only candidate to even mention the word environment at all. And, of course, he blames the outsourcing of American manufacturing jobs on that EPA reign of terror. It's also really easy to sum up the positions of all of the Republican presidential candidates on the science underlying 
underlying climate change. They are all against it and against any concrete action to reduce emissions or reduce our consumption of oil. Huntsman, Mitt Romney, Newt Gingrich, and now dropout Tim Pawlenty have all flip-flopped on their previous support for the science. But while the corporate media was distracted by shiny Republicans and their fried butter in Iowa, the planet was busy not watching cable news or being swayed by straw polls. Just a few weeks after breaking its all-time records for high temperatures, on Sunday, New York City broke its all-time records for one-day rain. Rainfall, with flooded streets and subways in low-lying parts of Manhattan, making President Obama's case for upgrading the nation's crumbling infrastructure. Water mains across the country have been bursting in record numbers due to the record heat wave. Then those kooky scientists at NOAA said on Monday that July 2011 marks over 300 consecutive months that global temperatures have been above the 20th century average. The impacts of rising global temperatures are also accelerating faster than predictions. Researchers at MIT released a new report this week calculating that ice in the Arctic is melting at least four times faster than predicted by the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, and that if MIT's calculations are correct, the Arctic will be ice-free in summer as soon as 2030, a full 70 years sooner than predicted by the IPCC. But let's pay no attention to those scientists, because clearly the ones at the UN... They got it wrong. It's much worse than they had warned. Brother, for more on that story and all of those that we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report because the rest of the media ain't going to tell you what's really going on. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.